0: stay calm bombs.
1: you could have the starbucks girl being the virgin mary with a baby sliding out it that's the only thing that would make them happy anyway right. Santa flies into Orlando like you do.
0: When those fail, we just watch Jerry Springer in the afternoons. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Um, f- uh, Kwanzaa. Festivus. Festivus. Whatever else there is.
1: I don't... See, this is... <clears throat> I'm, I, I know that... Well, I'm, I guess, in hot water here. Oh, please with don't. With the Merry Christmas crowd. Please don't. Oh, okay. You know, the, the people who get mad at Starbucks every year?
0: Oh, the Christians.
1: For, for not putting a the, picture of Mary giving birth to a child on their cup or whatever it is they want. I'm still not sure what they're yeah. asking for.
0: Wouldn't it be pretty easy to put the star make the Starbucks gal look like Mary Magdalene though?
1: Or not no wrong
0: Mary. Uh, no, no Mary I mean, yes, Mary but, Mother but, of God.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have the Starbucks girl being the Virgin Mary <laughs> with a baby sliding out. It See, there we go. That's the only thing that would make yep. them happy. Anyway that's right. this is why the Merry Christmas <laughs> crowd needs to pipe down there's too many holidays happy holidays is just a convenient way to say hey it's december (laughs) yeah exactly
0: Exactly. oh human light day that's the other one
1: human light day what is human light
0: day it's what the i think the humanists celebrate you know anyway uh so you don't
1: need to make up a holiday
0: (laughs) no but as is traditional with us we try to do a christmas episode every year you just yeah that you
1: just foamed tank, tank seven man. all
0: over the table,
1: buddy. That's what tank seven does. <coughs> that's a, it's all on that coaster. Well, that's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a Pabst Blue Ribbon coaster. You just improved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, as is traditional here at Sushi Jackknife, we are a non-denominational. Uh, this is, podcast, except that we celebrate Christmas. <laughs> this is
1: this is our non-denominational winter holiday <laughs> yeah, right. extravaganza.
0: Exactly. We've done many things in the past. Go back. There are lots of fun Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. This year, one year we watched Die Hard, technically mm-hmm. a Christmas movie. Yeah. This year we watched the should be cult classic. Yeah. Ernest Saves
1: Christmas. Really the greatest Christmas movie.
0: It's a you know what? It's got everything you want right. in a Christmas so, movie.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> like everyone when they talk about great christmas movies yes i'm gonna i'm gonna take every christmas movie down real quick here it all all needs to come down a peg okay it's a wonderful life yes that's not a christmas movie that's a movie about a person facing their own mortality different type of movie different genre get it off the list (laughs) miracle on 34th street
0: yeah consumerism
1: who cares? It's about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day yeah. Parade. Get out of here. Get That's not here. a real Christmas movie. No nope. one cares about that one. Nope. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, the Santa Claus? I mean, Tim Allen. Just the Tim Allen. DFA. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that everyone should watch. Yes. It has <clears throat> Santa. Yes. Two uh, Santas. Two Santas. Yeah. Uh, it has... Um, compulsive liars. Yes. Learning that they shouldn't compulsively lie or steal. Right. Due to the magic of Christmas. <laughs> and it has Vern.
0: Yeah, it has Vern. It has Bobby and Bobby's friend who, with the crazy eyes. Yeah. Uh, this is 1988's own Ernest Saves Christmas. Now, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with Ernest P. Worrell, uh, he's portrayed by the one and only and dearly departed, I believe, Yes, Jim Varney. Yeah.
1: You know how I... Okay, so I have a Jim Varney dying uh, story. Story? Yeah. Okay. This is a weird situation to have a story for, but I do have... Well, one. look at that. Serendipitous. So, my mother... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think how old I would have been at this point. Uh, anyway, had a job as a long-term substitute teacher mm. when I was a child and uh, Ernest Jim Varney died. And it was on the evening news. Well, right, it couldn't have been evening news. It was on the news. It was on the news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she was not home. So I was like, well, I'm going to call her cell phone and tell her this. And I interrupted her in the middle of a student teacher oh. or a, a, a parent-teacher conference about uh, trouble. <laughs> kid, to go, hey, Ernest died. It was oh, on the news. Ernest oh, died. <laughs> man. I mean, it, for
0: people who were, I don't know, slightly younger than us, I don't think Ernest was on anyone's radar. I mean, I'm from the South, so that he's, he's a Southern character.
1: Ernest, it's a very specific, uh, I feel like, age group and regional. Yes, I do too. It, I do too. All the way to Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. That's probably the edge of yeah. where people cared about Ernest. Right. And anyone born between we'll say 80, 1980 yes. and 1993. Yeah.
0: That seems about right. <laughs> Would be aware of who Ernest is.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he he's one of those
0: people that He's one of those characters that I didn't think about forever, but I, I, in particular, this this might have been the second or third, maybe fourth time I'd ever seen Ernest Saves Christmas. Mm-hmm. However, I, I watched the Ernest's Halloween movie, Ernest Scared Stupid, yes. repeatedly. It was one of the few VHS tapes that my grandparents had, ah. and we would watch it. We had that. We had nine to five. Okay. This is how you know I'm really a Southerner. Um, (laughs) We had that. We had nine to five. We had, like, every Western imaginable, because my granddad loved Westerns. And, uh, yeah, and when those failed, we just watched Jerry Springer in the afternoons. There you go. When I got home from school.
1: That is also (laughs) very... I, living in the south that's like watching your your brethren
0: <laughs> it was
1: it's i think i'm related to the actually i remember
0: there being a kid in high school who had a relative who was literally on jerry springer mm-hmm. so there you go
1: okay what what was what was the topic i don't
0: remember i mean they all sort of run together was it a kkk baby or something probably something that, like sounds, that.
1: <laughs> that sounds accurate <laughs>
0: Oh, man. So, Ernest Saves Christmas. Um, I mean, we're not going to play-by-play the movie. We're just going to kind of... Well, I mean... Our oppressions.
1: Yeah. I don't... I mean, how many people do you think have seen the movie?
0: In our audience? I don't know. It's hard to know. Should I
1: summarize the plot real quick? We'll do it... Very quickly. We'll do a quick two-minute summary. I like it. All right, so... Uh, Santa flies into Orlando, like you do, and he (laughs) needs a taxi. Meanwhile, Ernest is being a terrible taxi driver. He flings a guy out of the back of his taxi cab. The guy goes comatose on the side of the road. He's stiff. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) they get to the airport. He runs over a bunch of bags. People are chasing Ernest.
0: Japanese businessmen's bags. Uh
1: (laughs) And Santa goes, hey, what the hey? I'll get in that taxi cab with that guy that's running from those Japanese businessmen. So off they go to the Orlando (laughs) Children's Museum because joe works at the orlando children's museum we'll learn more about joe in about 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 45 seconds Um, meanwhile on the way to the orlando children's museum a random compulsive liar jumps into their car she she is somewhere between the ages of 14 and 35 we're not sure not sure um so they go to the orlando children's museum and santa's like hey i need to talk to joe and joe's uh, you know hanging out with kids and his agent is a slimy agent guy and he's like you can't talk to joe (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh through all of this santa ends up going to prison (laughs) yeah because he's essentially stalking joe yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, which
1: the agent is a slime ball however the agent's not wrong to have the old man who is stalking his client arrested anyway yeah, true <laughs> true
0: it, it's a good move it's, as, as, as a manager right it was the right thing to do uh,
1: so the young girl lives with Ernest all of a sudden and they <laughs> they go to break Santa out of jail
0: in between eating pancakes right they yeah. eat
1: some pancakes they go break <laughs> Santa out of jail they, they have Santa and Santa's like I gotta go talk to Joe again because that's what happens when you break a stalker out of jail <laughs> Alright. So, meanwhile, Joe is on the set of his new movie, Christmas Slay, although it, even though it sounds like it's a sled. It's a slay. What it is is an alien that murders people. Right. Yeah. S-L-A-Y. Yeah, as you would. This is for a struggling, uh, <laughs> movie company, as we learn later, that desperately needs a hit, and so they've decided a poorly financed alien movie is what they need. Yes. With <laughs> a
0: Christmas um, theme. <laughs>
1: Right, so Santa gets upset, and he punches Uh. the director in the face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who looks like a chubby Paul McCartney. Right, he
1: punches fat Paul McCartney (laughs) in the face. Um, Anyway, so then he tracks Joe down at Joe's house, because, again, stalking. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, to explain to Joe that he wants Joe to be Santa. Right. And Joe goes, oh, no, 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 no. I don't I'm not going to do that. He I is know, shaved. No, 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 no. He shaved his face.
0: He's shaved his beard off, which is a big, mm-hmm. it's a big deal.
1: Meanwhile, uh, Ernest and Compulsive Liar Girl have Santa's bag that they've discovered is filled with magical toys. And so they pull random crap out of there for a while. <laughs> like 45 minutes. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> like constantly pulling things out. Um, and... And a compulsive liar decides to steal it. Right. Uh this is all on Christmas Eve at this point. Yes, yes. <laughs> so she takes <laughs> yes. a bus as far as she can go from Orlando, which is apparently Miami.
0: That's not that far.
1: No, it's not that far. It's
0: really not that far.
1: And Santa can fly yeah. around the world in a you night. know a matter of hours. He can definitely get to Miami in 5 minutes. It's not even a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she has taken his bag and left Santa with only a bag of feathers that he has presented to Joe. And going, I know they're feathers, but which just makes him seem crazier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, during all of this, there are two guys who have to deal with reindeer that have been shipped.
0: <laughs> Bobby and unnamed crazy yeah. guy guy.
1: Uh, they have magical reindeer. They've been dealing with <laughs> who
0: show up in every Ernest movie. By right. The way. Yeah. They're they're always in there.
1: Uh, so, while Santa is trying to convince Joe to be uh, Santa, and the compulsive liar is waiting on a bus, yeah, you know, like she does, <laughs> Ernest is trying to get the reindeer from the shipping company who won't give him the reindeer because he doesn't have the proper paperwork, but then the helper elves show up and go, yep. hey, I've got pointy ears, and they go, well, that looks good to me, <laughs> and give it over to the elves. The elves Ooh. then load the reindeer and the sleigh into a rider truck, which... Uh, Ernest then abandons on the runway at an airport.
0: (laughs) Because, as you said, this is pre-9-11. (laughs) Pre-9-11. He
1: abandons the yellow truck on the runway at an airport, then takes an unidentified flying object... Santa's sleigh. Right. Off of the runway, um, which... Makes everyone panic, and then uh, fighter jets try to shoot him down because he is flying through Cape Canaveral airspace. Stock footage fighter jets. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's then, see. They circumnavigate the globe a few thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> Joe. They all end up back at the children's museum yep, somehow. That's right. Yeah. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Joe, meanwhile, for some reason has a Christmas meeting with the struggling film company where they're trying to
0: Christmas yeah, Christmas Eve. Christmas Christmas Eve Eve, meeting,
1: yes. To they're trying to force him strong arm him really into signing a contract to be in the movie Christmas Slay and all of the sequels that definitely would not have gotten made because it looks terrible. And he sees (laughs) Ernest Slay through the air in in the tower and goes, Oh, I I forgot I can be Santa now and then left. Change of heart. And everyone is confused at the meeting so he goes to the Orlando Children's Museum yep. because that's where everyone goes in Orlando. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. So then they have they have old Santa, they have new Santa. Yes. Uh compulsive liar Girl. realizes, yeah, realizes oh no. I have Santa's bag and it's Christmas Eve. That's kind of bad. So she goes to the Orlando Children's Museum <laughs> with the bag. So the bag is there. Both Santas are there.
0: Wait, how the fuck did she get there? Anyway, plot hole. But that's, there's there are a few It's of fine. Those. It's there fine. It's, fine. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then
1: <laughs> Ernest discovers that uh, he can flip a switch. And instead of continually circumnavigating uh, so uh, yeah, the globe, <laughs> instead of that, the sleigh stops midair. <laughs> yeah. And then they re enter from orbit. Without burning up on on entry which is interesting, <laughs> and he lands the sleigh at the Orlando Children's Museum. Christmas is saved.
0: Oh yeah, and then Santa and old lady friend who mm. works at the Orlando Children's Museum. Then they go bang it out. They go off to bone. Yeah, right, right. That was great. You did that all in about three and a half minutes. I think was it that long? Oh, I was uh, trying to do it in less. It, it was. There's it, a lot in that movie. There's a lot in there.
1: So basically, a lot in that hour and a half.
0: Yeah, it's a tight... It's a pretty tight, like, 90 Mm -hmm. minutes, right? Ish. And I didn't even
1: mention the whole Vern house destruction scene. Yeah, Vern gets a little short shrift, I felt. Yeah.
0: They had a lot lot of plot to get through Mm -hmm. in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they had a lot of time for Vern. So we only get, like, one Vern uh, scene where Ernest (laughs) destroys his house. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Uh, Well, so I'm... There's a lot to talk about, Nathan. So Vern, okay. (laughs) For those who don't know Ernest, Ernest has an unseen friend named Vern. You
0: never see Vern, as far as I know.
1: No, we don't know what Vern
0: Vern, is. It's it's Ernest talking dead into the camera. Right.
1: We are always Vern. We're Vern. We're all Vern. That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) Oh, dude. All God's children are Vern.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to (laughs) just abandon nothing but a Bob thing and just devote a podcast to Ernest?
1: Well, that already exists. Does it? Yeah. (sighs) I was going to. Uh, you were gonna tell me y- y- I was well. I was gonna mention it. You're gonna break it to me at the end of it, but we'll we'll get there. But well, there doesn't have to be just one Ernest podcast. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna steal their their podcast, their idea. No, I mean, I might.
0: <coughs> well, <yeah. laughs> whatever. So, a few things about this movie are fascinating. There's a lot of subtlety. You might you might be laughing to yourself right now. Here, very say that. subtle. There are a few subtle things in this movie. It gives you the idea. That Jim Varney, <clears throat> which I don't know him from anything else besides Ernest, and he played the dad in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's I. I think I looked this up at one point, and I yep. think he actually attempted to have a career outside of Ernest, like a serious career. Or, yeah. Okay. Attempted being the keyword, right?
0: Well, I mean, he's very, very recognizable as Ernest. I mean, so there's a few interesting things, subtle things that pop up. Ernest, when we're introduced to him is driving a cab, Uh, he's a taxi cab driver. His cab is all decked out in Christmas wear. But if you, Notice very closely, it is cab number 69,
1: <laughs> which <laughs> I mean, Ernest is sort of a children's thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's, m- it's more a children's thing than an, adult, than an thing.
0: adult thing. And there's another subtle thing in the, in the opening cab scene where he briefly opens the glove box to give Santa Claus a pair of sunglasses. Um, and there's a bumper sticker inside the glove box that says, keep Christ in Christmas. Yeah. So it's like Jim Varney is both like, a dirty old man, uh-huh. taxi cab sixty nine, and like you know, firm footing in traditional values. <laughs> right. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a.
0: <laughs> I I don't understand him, but I I like him.
1: The the uh, keep Christ and Christmas thing. Yeah. In a movie about having to help santa i know is very very funny it seemed like
0: a (laughs) subtle thing that was just put there to make a certain number of people happy
1: right either that or it was just a thing where he went wouldn't it be funny if we did this yeah
0: right yeah
1: we're gonna do that and then not mention christ at At all all in this entire. there's not a single
0: cross there's no church
1: there's no linus moment no where well the true meaning of christmas right is yeah, 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 none, right. of that. none of that none of it's that it's the true meaning of christmas is we have these crazy reindeer <laughs>
0: <laughs> that are on the ceiling that was oh my god some of the greatest stuff can we talk about there's a lot to talk about but can we okay so we've we've covered that can we talk about harmony star for a oh, second man okay that's so, the compulsive liar girl yeah
1: so um first off How old do you think she actually is in this movie?
0: The actress or the character?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm thinking 15 tops.
1: Because she... Okay, so first off, when we say she's a compulsive liar... Yeah. She does not say (coughs) one true thing until the very end of the movie. Right,
0: right, right, right. All right. She's the quintessential 80s girl, by Uh the way. Yeah. She's decked out in... What are they? Jelly bracelets? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like all the way up her forearm. Yeah. Uh, She i mean all all of it like yeah. the weird cut off
0: the like belly shirt thing. thing yeah with the shorts and the t- and the sneakers yeah and it, the million things in her hair
1: it's it's everything you would expect it to be yeah, Everything, um, yes <laughs> uh anyway so she she tells us her name is harmony star yes uh which is not her not her name, name. <laughs> we find out later her name's <laughs> pamela, pamela something santa knew this the whole time of course he knows all yes you know being being a gentle old man he's (laughs) not going to call her out and be like hey liar your name's pamela you're a fucking liar (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) so i she's the she's the most intriguing character right in the movie to me because like ernest we know what happens with Ernest after this.
0: Um, I think he I, uh, he goes on to another holiday. Yeah. And, and uh, or goes to camp. No, he had already been to camp, I think. Had he been to camp? Did he I, go to camp know, first? I don't know. I'm going to look this up because I don't know the chronology. Okay. So there weren't just Ernest movies. There was an Ernest, like... He, a, he started out in commercials, I think, because I've researched he, this before.
1: He, yeah, he started out in... Oh, It was... It was a fast food.
0: <coughs> Ernest P. Worrell is a fictional character portrayed by Jim Varney in a series of television commercials and later in a te- television series, Hey Vern, It's Ernest, <laughs> as well as a series of feature films. Ah, Ernest was created with Varney by the Nashville, ding, advertising oh, yeah. agency Cardin and Cherry uh-huh. and was used in various local television ad campaigns. The only national products he promoted were the Coca-Cola Company's sodas. Uh-huh. Coca-Cola was heavily featured yes. in the opening yeah. of this film. Uh, Checks, cereal. Taco John's, not a thing anymore. Uh, the earnest commercial filmed in 1980 advertised in, a, a, advertised in appearance by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Uh, blah, blah, blah. An amusing part. Uh, uh, the, 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 yeah. Okay, <clears throat> that is the that is the picture of Ernest B. Whirl. Yeah, that, by the way, that's which is, Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean that's man. that's as earnest as it gets right there. Wow. Um.
0: <laughs> so here's the, wait 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 in universe information. Okay, aliases Ernest Power Tools Whirl, <laughs> gender male, family Pa Whirl, Ma Whirl. Bunny J. Rogers, sister, Coy Whirl, brother, spouse, Edna Whirl. Not in this movie. (laughs) Children, Ernie P. Whirl. Not in this movie. (laughs) Oh, my God in heaven. Films. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, 1987, Ernest Goes to Camp. 1988, Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, I forgot about this one. 1990, Ernest Goes to Jail.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's actually, if you ever hear anyone talk about that movie, is what inspired, uh, the makers of Oz to make the gritty HBO show Oz. <laughs> There's a lot of rape scenes, and Ernest goes to jail.
0: 1991, Ernest Scared Stupid, a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he defeats a monster that eats children who came from an evil tree with. Uh, he calls it rare Bulgarian meak It's actually milk. Mm-hmm. They put milk and squirt guns. There you go. Spoilers, and they kill this monster that eats children. Nineteen ninety three, which I've never seen. Ernest rides again.
1: Was he ride?
0: I don't know. Ninety four, direct to video. Okay, so take this into your brain for yeah. a second. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Ernest movies mm-hmm. were released in theaters. Yeah. And then there were four that followed that were direct to video. So there are nine
1: That's, that's an album Ernest Is that right? There are
0: nine Ernest films.
1: Wait, so okay, what are the after Ernest rides again? <laughs> well, do you would you like to know? Yeah.
0: 1994, uh-huh. the next year. These don't take long to make because no. 87, to 88, we had a sabbatical, 1992 years, 93, okay, 2 years. Then Ernest goes to school, direct to video. Okay. The next year, 95, Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh, man. Which must be the greatest film ever made.
1: Wait a second. Hold on. There is a Slam Dunk Ernest?
0: Hold your socks, though. 1997. I see see nothing that could possibly go wrong with this film. Ernest Goes to Africa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sure that's not problematic at all. In the final film Uh in 1998, Ernest in
0: the Army. Which I believe I have seen, actually. That one passing. does sound
1: vaguely familiar, actually. Right, doesn't, doesn't <laughs> it? Scrapped films. Oh, boy. Ernest does blackface. <laughs> I mean,
0: wow. There was apparently going to be an Ernest spaced out at one point. Ernest okay. in space. Uh, I could see that working.
1: That yeah. Space would be a good place right. for Ernest.
0: Ernest the bellhop and Ernest in paradise. <laughs> Anyway,
1: Ernest the bellhop would not be good. I don't think that would be good. That's one joke. He's just a bad bellhop. The whole movie. Yeah, that's the yeah, entire and thing. And
0: Vern comes to stay at the hotel. You need for an Ernest movie.
1: <laughs> In this movie, you, you can, need a complex storyline. You
0: do. You do.
1: Uh, you can't just rely on one gag the whole time. It has to be a multi faceted character development. Absolutely.
0: Um, well, Ernest is is a. <laughs> Ernest is a man of many faces, right? And and several right. of them are on display in this mm-hmm. film. You get, I can't remember her name, Mrs. Something.
1: Uh, oh, man. But
0: the large that? matronly woman. Yeah who he sometimes portrays. Mm-hmm. With a neck brace. With a neck... Yeah, chronically in a neck yep. brace. There's the um, the slick back hair guy that they use as a con to get Santa out of jail. Mm-hmm. Not making this up, folks. Um, in the interim, by the way, Santa has trained the prisoners. Yeah,
1: that... We haven't talked about that. Um, in the ten minutes that Santa's in jail? Yeah, it's one of the most wholesome <laughs> jailhouse scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, He has, in the time he got arrested and put in jail, and Ernest comes to break him out, uh, befriended all of the prisoners in the jailhouse. Correct. Convinced them all that he is Santa.
0: Yes. Oh, they know he's Santa. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, they're ready to fight anyone who says he isn't Santa. They
0: will cut a bitch.
1: And formed an entire choir with them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Complete with uh, a tenor voice down the hall uh-huh. singing, uh, "What is it? Twelve Days of
1: Christmas?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the voice down the hall doing the partridge in a pear tree. Yeah,
0: listen, people, you owe it to yourself. This is on Disney Plus, by the way. Ernest Saves Christmas. This is the only Ernest movie on Disney Plus. I don't know where the others are. Probably YouTube or your friendly neighborhood VHS. Dumb. If
1: you go to Blockbuster, yeah, <laughs> you can <laughs> rent all of them. <laughs> Dude,
0: I am gonna have to see. Moment of truth here. I'm going to uh-huh. have to see the rest of
1: these films. I So what I would honestly like to do, and we, we'll have to do this for a podcast at some point. Okay, I like it. I want to watch Air Bud. Okay. I want to watch Slam Dunk Ernest. Back to back? Uh, I mean, maybe not back to back, but okay. I want a compare and contrast here. All right. On which <laughs> is the better basketball movie? Is it the movie about the basketball playing... Golden Retriever or the <laughs> Earnest basketball movie.
0: My money's on <laughs> Earnest, bro. Those dogs annoy me.
1: I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I ever watched Air Bud as a kid.
0: I it was it was around. I think I was slightly, slightly too old for yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I I think I'm. I would come in fresh on this one because I haven't I haven't ever seen it.
0: <laughs> um. So we get the old lady character. We get his like hardcore hillbilly character, yeah, belt made of rope, yeah, who is bringing on right. trucks full of snakes, right? <laughs> who, who is he uses this character to to sneak into
1: onto the film lot? Yes, the the large Orlando film lot <laughs> for the the film company that I can only assume is struggling because they're based in Orlando. Orlando.
0: And they're not affiliated with Disney.
1: No. They're just based in Orlando, nowhere near show business. That's why uh, when he, when Joe is having his meetings, yeah. if you look in the background, That's right. there are just charts of their stock plummeting.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, sure, there are peaks, but it's overall, it's, it's a going straight down. trend. Q4 is not looking Ooh, good. It's very bad. And so Ernest sneaks into the film lot with a truck full of poison, paws, paws and snakes. Next. Poison poison snakes. Don't pa- snakes. And one of them has <laughs> got his boy. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can get through it. It's I can't do it justice. You have to watch this film.
1: I don't You have to. He um to, to convince the guard not to look under the tarp, he offers the guard a snake to take home for his son. <laughs> to his boy. You want one for your boy? And he uh, <laughs> uh, proceeds to tell him about how he gave his son a snake a year ago and then starts singing funeral hymns.
0: <laughs> yep. Nope. There you go. Nathan is telling the there truth. There you go. Um, um, it's a good scene. A couple of memorable quotes from this mm-hmm. film. Stay calm, Tenenbaum. There you go. I, I, it's so good, and I'm not being facetious. It's it's actually so good. And then <laughs> during the snake scene, I don't know how it comes up, but pork's my meat. <laughs> <laughs> he likes pork. I like pork. You know what? Pork is also my meat.
1: <laughs> I mean, part Are of this great? movie was shot here in Nashville. Was this, it? A- oh yeah, this is a pork area. I he likes pork. Wait, I didn't know. I just I looked it up it, on Wikipedia. Some of it was
0: shot in Nashville. Some of it
1: was shot in Nashville. Wow, I didn't even know. Okay. So we got we gotta discuss this here. Please do. Let's do. Um so this is nineteen eighty eight. Yeah when did Ace Ventura come out?
0: That's a gr- I'm gonna look it up right now because I'm he, guessing
1: ninety four.
0: That seems about right.
1: Because we kept we kept discussing <coughs> this while we were
0: watching. We did. This came up a number of times.
1: Um rubber face character very loud. Yes, changes voices. Yep, just like that. Uh, yep. yep, yep. I'm pretty sure Jim Varney was just Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey.
0: Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, 1994.
1: That's what I guessed. Oh man!
0: And so uh, Ernest goes all the way back to
1: 1980.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah i i I think Jim Carrey owes a
1: lot. I. Uh, Jim Jim Varney walked, so Jim Carrey can, can run. run.
0: <laughs> can run. And I wonder if this ever came up because it had to have it had to have entered Jim Varney's mind
1: that when he when he saw how big because the mask and Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura, I think yep. were the same year, if not back to back. They were years.
0: very close together. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it was they were global sensations. Yep.
0: I mean, and before that, he had been on what? Um, he was in Living Color. In Living Color, yeah. yeah. But that's a little bit different because sketch comedy.
1: Yeah, he's not switching characters. No.
0: Fire Marshal Bill is is not in Jim Varney's wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill is a little too dark. But the <laughs> I love Fire Marshal Bill. The
1: the the rubber face, yeah, and close the, camera angle, clo- yeah. Making very dramatic speeches and dramatic facial movements. Switching
0: characters like a fucking podunk Robin Williams. mm -hmm. Like,
1: holy shit. I mean, I don't know. He's he's, a lot. Okay, here's how I'll put it. This is is my new way of looking at it. Jim Carrey is Pepsi. Yes. Okay. Jim Varney... Was RC Cola
0: from the South?
1: It's yeah. it's Southern. It's very regional. People love it. Yes. Not as many people. Yeah. But it was around before Pepsi. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. And it it, it it didn't spread as wide. Right. But it had a following. Mm-hmm. I like a good RC
1: Cola. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I haven't had one in years. You haven't had an RC Cola in years. Not in years. Well, so so I went recently. Royal recently, Crown Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a few months ago because, you know, it's COVID times and I do any outdoor activity I can. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Went to an (laughs) RC cola and moon pie festival what we live in tennessee where does that exist i don't remember what city it's it's in one of those somewhere c- outside of town yeah i mean it's in one of those tiny tennessee
0: it's like within cities. an hour right because yeah. everything is within an hour.
1: everything's within an hour yeah right within an hour you end up in georgia or <laughs> yeah kentucky, kentucky. You drive right that's right um <laughs> <laughs> but it's i, I went there People love RC Cola there. Yeah. I bet now, they if do. you tried to have a Moon Pie and RC Cola festival in Seattle, no one's doing that. It's Not going over. Yeah.
0: No. And you know that's what's wrong with Seattle. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest.
1: That's the one.
0: There's <laughs> a good reason to live in the South. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. You know, the
1: South does have its perks. It does. It, does. I, it has its downsides, like uh, racism. Yep. Um, yep. Jim yep. Crow. That one. Laws. Uh,
0: yep. A lot of white guys bald with the um, with the. I hate black people facial hair.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those the, people, uh,
0: you got those guys.
1: Uh, a lot of Confederate flags. Yep. Um, a lot of that. Too many guns. Yep. Um,
0: Not a lot of tolerance for the the gays mm-hmm. and the the lesbians and the the bisexuals
1: and a lot the, of heart disease a lot yeah.
0: of yeah that's true but you know what that's very fun. little it's,
1: exercise
0: yeah it's fun to get the heart disease though on the yeah. way to heart disease yeah. it's a good time it's a good time
1: but if you take out all that stuff good whiskey yeah come on a lot of people who don't believe in masks or yeah, vaccines true. or diseases diseases yeah but if you take out that too right all of that yeah the south is it's pretty good it's idyllic it's you powerful. know <laughs> Was talking to
0: I was talking to Roy uh, because we were in South Dakota back in September, Mm -hmm. and uh, we happened to camp in quotations near the South Dakota Hall of Fame, which is one smallish building.
1: Yeah, who's in the South Dakota Hall of Fame? I don't
0: know. (laughs) However, (laughs) however, proceed. I'm going to look this up. I, I thought about that, and then I thought about the rich cultural heritage of one southern state that being tennessee
1: one one southern city one southern city music I mean, city there are multiple it, memphis we also have memphis yeah memphis yeah. and nashville both yeah. have more culture all right here we go hall of faming a list of people from south dakota here we go here's who you could have seen all right uh we're gonna skip skip the academia because why would we care <laughs> uh actors and filmmakers yes I'll stop when I find one, I know. I love it. January Jones from Mad Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's all you're getting from me. I'm still, oh,
1: yeah. I'm still going here. All right, we're to artists now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Timmy Williams. Mm. Timmy Williams from The Whitest Kids You Know. That's not all a, right. He's okay. not in the south for right. the Hall of Fame. All I right. guarantee that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. I'm sorry. I, I I looked something up while you were talking. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll get to it.
1: I'm still I'm still going here. Um,
0: uh, there's not a lot, huh? Oh boy. Okay, we're to music. Okay.
1: Um, the accordionist from the Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, One
0: lonely accordion playing out in the Black Hills. Okay, well,
1: I have an issue with this Wikipedia page. All because right. in the middle of this famous South Dakotans page, <laughs> there's a section for Native Americans. Sure. And it's... Nine Native Americans. I one hundred percent guarantee you more than nine important Native Americans lived in South Dakota.
0: <laughs> Agreed. You know what? This is the lack of representation is is it, it only points out how shitty we truly are.
1: The accordionist from the Lawrence Welk show gets on here, but you're telling me that you can only find nine Native Americans that were important in South Dakota? Come on. It has Dakota in the name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you know Jim Varney was also the voice of the Slinky Dog in the first you know couple what? I did toy know Stories. That. I forgot about first that. First two films. He had lung cancer. Mm. He died in 2000. Do you think he smoked? Because he looks like a cigarette. I bet he. I bet yeah, he smoked. A I bet lot. he did. That's unfortunate. Which
1: actually makes the voice stuff a lot more impressive.
0: It does. I mean the the elasticity.
1: Yeah. How do you still do that if you're smoking all the time? <laughs> he was born in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. That seems right. He died at
0: the age of 50 in Ooh, White House, Tennessee. 50. 50. So he was.
1: I know where White House is at. He. Yeah. He
0: was fairly. Um, you know, he was fairly young. Good that's lord, that's crazy, yeah. Because let's see, what does that mean? If this was 88, mm-hmm. Ernest Saves Christmas, how old was he in '88? He was born in '49. You're 49. better at math than me,
1: Ni- so '1999 is when he died.
0: No, he died in 2000.
1: Well, okay, yeah, February nine or 2000, yeah, 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 yeah. which would have put me. <coughs> Yeah, okay, that's about right. How old were you? That that would have been sixth grade when I interrupted like my, my mother's work yeah. to let her know that Jim Varney had uh, smoked himself to death. <laughs> oh Poor guy.
0: The, uh, how So how old was he when he was in
1: 1988? 1988, it would have been 38. Yeah, so I told you he was about our age. Wow. Whew. We're underachieving. All right, friend. so here we go. <laughs> I'm
0: 37. This is an important question. I'm 37.
1: Yes. Here's the question: Do we not think he looks like us because of our our you know having seen him when we were children? Yes. Or is it because he smoked enough that he died when he was 50, and so he looks like he's about 50 in that movie? I, I, I
0: think that's it. Yeah. Man. I wouldn't have put him younger than like 45, honestly, in that movie, <clears throat> just based on appearance. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I mean, he must have, because, you know, we always talk about how people looked older,
1: but people looked older because they smoked. That, there were a lot that's, of reasons people looked older.
0: Yeah. That's, that's one of them. Illness and death. Yeah. He was yeah. a chain smoker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Jesus. Oh, that's awful.
1: So don't do that, kids. Yeah.
0: Hey. He, he started coughing up blood in 1998 and died two years later that's awful he threw his cigarettes away at one point and quit smoking to continue performing oh man he did chemo
1: when did he throw the cigarettes away?
0: like in 1998 like two years
1: before he died so he coughed up blood and then went I'm not going to smoke anymore well at least he was smart Yeah. enough to know hey if I'm coughing up blood I probably should stop
0: smoking Disney's Atlantis: The Lost Empire, which released a year after his death, was dedicated to his memory. So that was he did a voice in that. That was his last
1: Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Im- what is that? I think it's a sequel.
0: Remember the Atlantis movies, the no. animated. I think it's a sequel to some of the Atlantis. That movies. sounds terrible. Yeah, I would have. I don't know if he ever did, but I would have loved to have seen him do something like. Just totally fucked, like yeah, a like, really fucked up horror movie.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna, no. gonna go a different direction. What? Like you wanted to see him do King Lear.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, here is the weird thing: he probably could have done. He probably it. could. He could have.
1: Uh, he he does a lot of voices. Yeah, he might have been able to do a one man version of King Lear. Well, yeah,
0: one of them, one of the voices he does is very Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah, mm-hmm. his his as you kept pointing out when we were watching the movie, he's like wasting time yeah. to monologue. Oh yeah, <laughs> Shakespearean like every, style. Every
1: single scene, it there is there is a part where they go, "We've got to go." Yeah, he's like, "Yes." We will go. We will get onto this bus, and we will blah 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 blah. There's no, there's no need to wrap
0: your brain around the plot of this film no. because Ernest will explain it to you. That's true.
1: Every step of Very the way. Very dramatic. <laughs> okay, so this is this movie's not good. By the way,
0: like I like well, it, but it's not good. It's well, from a technical standpoint, no, right,
1: or yeah. a critical standpoint, it's range.
0: not good. But it's very interesting.
1: This is a controversial stance I'm going to take here. Though. Uh, all right, all right. The actual plot of this movie, yeah, is better than most Christmas movie plots. I think so, uh, and I'm I'm talking like the Santa Claus is is a yeah. perfect example. Okay, this is a better plot than the Santa Claus. Okay, there are holes, sure, there are holes, but. The Santa Claus, it's just like, oh, I killed Santa, now I'm Santa. Blah! That's the entire plot of the movie. Yeah. I want to be, but now I'm Santa. Right. Mm. The I fa- smuggled Coke into the Detroit airport when I was <laughs> in the 70s, whatever. The fact that, <laughs> that... Sorry. That's my Tim Allen impression. I
0: like it. I smuggled Coke. Did he do that? Yeah, have you not heard I this? I didn't know that Tim Allen When did Tim
1: Allen... So, Tim Allen... He's like my dad. He smuggled Coke... <laughs> he got arrested yeah. and avoided giant prison time by ratting out everybody holy shit yeah
0: before he was famous
1: before he was famous wow imagine how different the world would be if he knew that snitches get stitches better there would be no home improvement yeah
0: we didn't need it but There'd then be- again <laughs> we wouldn't have had the other guy The beard guy. Mm, And I like that guy. Yeah. And the the neighbor, the tall neighbor.
1: Oh, Wilson. I liked Wilson. Like that guy. Just peeking up over the fence, talking to you. Um, Uh,
0: Boy, now I'm just picturing Tim Allen doing cocaine. mm -hmm. It's pretty fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was a comedian in that era. Yeah, Like late 70s, early 80s. Everyone was on coke.
0: Yeah. What if Jim Varney did coke?
1: Yeah, he probably did coke. He at
0: least tried it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I guess on the one hand, I want to say yes, but on the other hand, was Jim Varney invited to any like real Hollywood parties where there'd be coke just everywhere?
0: Dude, I think he was. I think I think dude, the dude was the titular character in four
1: widely released films but I feel like he's, he got the amount of respect, and this is not fair, he should have gotten more respect, Sure, of like a Larry the Cable guy. <laughs> he's be-
0: he's a zillion times oh, better. No, he's definitely yeah, better. He's way, he is, I'm. my apologies to Larry the Cable guy.
1: No, don't, don't apologize to him. He has made way too much money <laughs> off of one thing. You're right. He doesn't deserve G- any apologies. Jim
0: Varney <laughs> worked for his dollar. because he's Mm -hmm. sweating in every scene of this movie oh man everyone is sweating
1: okay so the budget (laughs) this is what i decided watching the budget (laughs) six and a half million dollars for this movie yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) one and a half million dollars was probably for t-shirts because he sweated through every t-shirt he was wearing (laughs)
0: t-shirts and towels yeah (laughs) him and okay so the 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 bobby the bobby and the chubby guy Mm -hmm. with the crazy eyes yeah don't know his name They are doing Abbott and Costello, right? Like 100 million percent. That's exactly what exactly what they're doing. And you know what? I appreciate that. Yeah. In the 1980s, we might have forgotten the genius of Abbott and Costello, if I mean, not for these two guys. Yeah.
1: It, <laughs> it's That's a good callback. to. I mean, you need to bring stuff like that back.
0: You do. You do. It's classic.
1: And, and, it, and not just Abbott and Costello. Like, that was the whole thing back yeah. then.
0: A big guy and a little guy. Yeah.
1: That's the and, whole... the, and the big guy's loud and yeah. yells at the little guy, and the little guy is just there. He doesn't say a lot. <laughs>
0: The the only lines Bobby has in this movie is the lines where he disagrees about what letter they're reading.
1: Yeah, which that exchange is very Abbott and Costello. Pretty fun. Yeah, pretty
0: fun. I mean, you know. Hicksploitation, all right? <coughs> Let's call it that. Hicksploitation? This, this, this falls into the genre of. I like that. Hicksploitation, I'm, right? I'm a fan of this, yes. Okay, thank you. I think that's a real term, actually. I don't think I'm coming up with this. Well, I like it and I'm going with there's it. There's black exploitation. There's. I've even heard of Canuck exploitation for Canadian films.
1: Oh, get out of here.
0: This is. How are we <laughs> exploiting
1: Canadians?
0: Apparently, there were a lot of movies made in the 80s that were just tax shelters for Canadians. This is a subject I don't know enough about to discuss, but I heard about it on another podcast. Oh, well,
1: I'm going to have to look into this. This sounds very interesting.
0: Uh This is Hicksploitation. And these guys, I mean, really, you think about it. You think about this. Prior to this, you had Hee Haw. Mm-hmm. People don't remember. And I don't remember because I wasn't born yet. But Hee Haw was a cultural institution
1: that's true the smothers brothers the smothers brothers were were like a weird smart exploitation
0: precisely yeah
1: (coughs) they tricked you into learning about things listen (laughs) listen,
0: we're in nashville i know this because we live here multiple people on hee-haw had successful music careers yeah grandpa jones was a character on hee-haw he made records yeah uh t for texas for example uh not guy clark uh roy clark Mm -hmm. was on hee-haw had a um i mean was a respected musician did Minnie pearl make appearances i think she did i believe she did she was a staple on the grand old opry Mm -hmm. i mean come on so jim varney is just carrying on this this tradition yeah in a lot of ways and bobby and the other guy are doing the same Mm -hmm. but rolling in it's just you know what it is it's 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 kind of brilliant actually the whole thing it's that's what i'm
1: saying it's better than yeah yeah the i i kept telling you this while we were watching it yeah this movie i i don't understand how it's not one of those cult classics it feels like a movie
0: yeah it really should be
1: that people on christmas eve yes would go to a midnight showing up oh absolutely and quote it yeah pork's my meat there's a bunch <laughs> of random quotable lines there's a it's off the wall it makes no sense it's it's whack fucking tastic
0: <laughs> um as they say on uh because i used to listen to how did this get made it's bananas it is it is, is bananas, bananas.
1: <laughs> um it's in fact it's banana pudding Ooh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> exploitation oh <laughs> yeah it's i don't i just don't get how this movie like i and i watched it as a kid yeah many too. times yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: it yeah. was briefly like a christmas tradition oh, okay and then i got older yeah and moved to christmas vacation
0: sure which is also a classic but of a different ilk right if you will
1: right yeah um but i don't understand how it's just A movie that everyone forgot about and moved on.
0: It really needs a revival. I mean, I think if we if we do anything with our lives, Mm -hmm. this this might be it. This and the people who who do the Ernest podcast. All
1: right, so here we go. (laughs) I'm gonna add this to my funeral list. All right, please. All right, so my funeral list. I I don't know if I've gone through everything. But my um the service is going to be led by a clown. Like it can be a priest or a pastor or whatever. Wait,
0: at your funeral? Yeah, at my okay. at my funeral. Right. But
1: in full clown makeup. I like it. But I want him to deliver it completely one hundred percent sincere. Of course. <laughs>
0: Are you gonna? Are you gonna? No write...
1: acknowledgement that he's a clown. Are you just... gonna?
0: Are you gonna write the script beforehand?
1: No, no. I'm going to. I want it to be the standard funeral All script, right. but okay. from a clown. All right. I like just it. Up there, uh, we're gathered here today uh, to remember the life of. I want that, but in full clown makeup. Okay. I,
0: I won't outlive you, <laughs> but if I do. I'll make sure this happens.
1: It's it's <laughs> my favorite idea I've ever had. Because just imagine the people at the funeral. Number one, you feel like you have to be sad at the funeral, but having to stifle the laughter of a <laughs> sincere clown.
0: <laughs> it's so absurd.
1: A sincere clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's on the list okay um, I wanted <laughs> I wanted it to be very um, very written in stone that everyone has to wear their best suit I like that and then I want to serve lobster and crab legs <laughs> at your funeral at at the funeral I like it no bibs like it. yeah so yeah. everyone in their suit has to try to crack a crab leg. <laughs> And eat the crab leg without Wait, getting the in butter the,
0: in the pews, or are we doing this yeah. somewhere else? In no, the pews,
1: on a plate on their lap. <laughs> <mic. laughs> you have you have a Dixie paper plate of crab legs on your lap. You have to crack it and try to eat it in your suit without dripping any crab juices or butter. <laughs> And it's my—it's one of my last wishes. I like so this. you can't say no. I'm not interested in crab legs right now. You have to eat the crab legs. Yeah,
0: it's what Nathan wanted.
1: Uh-huh. Unless you? you have allergies, in which case you have to eat ribs.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll eat ribs if I'm alive. Okay, because I have—I do have an allergy.
1: There you go. You can have ribs.
0: <laughs> Thank, I, listen, it's
1: not Memphis style. Kansas There's a City. lot of sauce. Kansas City stuff.
0: <laughs> well well in that case i i just want to kill you because i want ribs <laughs> i'm pretty um, hungry
1: so i'm tacking on to that now everyone has to watch Ernest saves christmas yes um while they're eating because this will also <laughs> oh to,
0: sweet jesus
1: while they have their plate of crab legs and or ribs <laughs> that they're trying to eat we're going to turn off the lights and make everyone view Ernest saves christmas
0: well, I thought I had a good idea for a funeral, but you win, man. You win.
1: I just love the idea of the clown. I I've in my head it's the funniest thing ever. Question. Yeah. Are you cremated or are you in a casket? Oh, no, I'm Tom Sawyer. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching from the back of the, the auditorium.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. This is okay. Yeah, I'm All not right.
1: dead. I faked yeah, my death just to depth. watch everyone ruin their suits while they <laughs> listen to a clown and watch <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I have a, one last serious question about this movie. Yeah. The. Emotional transformation of Jim Carruthers mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. A man who, according to old Santa Claus, has been monitored his entire life yeah. to see if he is this Santa Claus has been Santa Claus for a hundred and fifty years. That's no, long. Wait, no. He's a hundred and fifty years old. A
1: hundred and fifty one.
0: One. <laughs> Not too old a to bone. Right. Um he it, she looks really familiar by the way the old lady she she was in a lot of things in that era t- right um we need to know her name I
1: want to hear the rest of your question but Thank before you. we get to that <clears throat> your one hundred and fifty one reminded me of this okay how does aging work if you're santa and what? you've been a hundred <laughs> you're a hundred and fifty one but you're no longer santa anymore do you immediately drop dead like is he going to go back to her house, and it's going to be like, oh, my heart is 151 years old now. I died on top of you while we had old person sex. Oh, my God. That's a great question. I don't know. That's something that the Santa Claus didn't even attempt to address.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, everything has been pretty whitewashed at this point, and it really sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, But, (laughs) all right, all right, wait. Billy Bird was her name. Okay as her character oh good lord her character's name is mary morrissey in the movie Mm -hmm. billy bird there she is she outlived jim varney she was born in 1908 what billy b-i-l-l-i-e first name middle name bird last name selen s-e-l-l-e-n that's a
1: strong name
0: Right, Billy Bird Selling. She was born in February 1908, died November twenty-seventh, two thousand two, known professionally as Billy Bird. Man. She was an actress and comedian. She played Margie on the show Dear John. That's where Do you remember, <laughs> Dear John? Do you remember <laughs> me talking about Dear John?
1: I do remember you talking right? about Dear John. It's a
0: sitcom, the maybe not even a sitcom. It's the saddest fucking television yeah, show no, that's, imaginable. That's what
1: you yeah. What What was the song again? Dear John.
0: <laughs> this is going. This is like in the teens of Sushi Jackknife mm-hmm. that we talked about. Dear John. Yeah. I We're used to watch it. We're accidentally calling
1: back yeah. to. Holy shit! To she years was ago.
0: Ninety four years old. She was born in Idaho. Mm-hmm. All right. What was she in? Let's see. Filmography. Do you
1: think she's in the Idaho Hall of Fame? She's got to be right. I would. I would imagine <clears throat> so. She was in God. such classics as Ernest save christmas saved and dear Christ. john my god she worked man yeah well i mean her that's a long first time first film was
0: 1950 she was in one two she was in four movie five movies in 1951
1: my god her first movie was in 1950 1950 so you know what's crazy about that then what she was 42 when she got her first movie role holy shit wow she had an insanely long career that didn't start until she was forty-two.
0: She was on TV a lot as well. She was in The Waltons. She was on Adam Twelve. Which, wait a minute, is this the fucking
1: I, show that I'm always wondering about? <laughs> I, I know I've heard of Adam Twelve. It's a spy show.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, got it. I believe she was on Gunsmoke. One episode, Gunsmoke. Oh.
1: Everyone was on one episode of Gunsmoke, if they were an actor in that era. Right.
0: <laughs> she was on Happy Days in one episode. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Benson, she was in Benson. Remington Steele, she was in everything. My God. What was her big... She was on The Wonder Years for two episodes. She was on Murphy Brown one episode. So,
1: essentially, she was in... If if you watched a TV show that existed between 1960... Yep. And her pretty, death, pretty much. You watched her. She was in an episode yes. of a TV show.
0: However, she was in she was in ninety episodes of Dear John. Jesus Christ! So she was a regular on Dear John. They, well, she was. Uh, pardon me, but she was. Um, John Margie, no, Margie Filbert. She was on Max Headroom one time. Man, this woman did everything. Her last movie was in nineteen. Oh my gosh, that's dude two okay all right two two movies where i know her she's in home alone okay she's a uh, irene a woman in the airport don't. but she's a recognizable face she's a right. character actor she's in Dennis the Menace 1993 okay she's Edith Butterwell i don't know who that <laughs> is but okay. okay and her last movie is 1995 jury duty she plays rose i don't is know that is that the polly
1: shore movie Oh Christ! Probably her last. I can't stand for that. Let's
0: find out if that's the case. Uh, yep,
1: her last movie yep. was a Polly Shore movie. That is not. <laughs> that's not any way for anyone to go out.
0: However, the last time she was on television was 1997. She was in George and Leo. I don't. I don't remember that. In one episode, that was her final appearance on screen. Wow, Billy Bird, man, she did it all. That's. She did it all.
1: That's an impressive career. Uh, Right? Um, She had three kids. She did it all. uh, So she had three kids. And then I'm assuming when those kids were all headed off to college or whatnot. Yeah. At least in school. Right. Then she's like, oh, I'm going to get into movies. And jumped in at age 42 that's pretty great
0: actually that's a good life yeah it's a good life
1: that's she, i mean what else could you possibly ask for at that she, point she
0: did unfortunately have alzheimer's disease when she died that sucks
1: i mean she was almost a hundred
0: yeah she was pretty old
1: i i mean bad.
0: it's not bad and and some of that time was spent with Ernest. so yeah, yeah that's that ain't nothing no but let can we can we circle back around yeah to what's your question jim Carruthers' arc yeah. Yeah. in this movie Loves children, works with children, mm-hmm. not in or, a creepy way. Not way. in a creepy way. He's he's a nice man. He's probably what fifty. Something? Uh, they
1: they said it in the movie.
0: <clears throat> oh, did they? I didn't. Yeah, catch it. I didn't catch the, it.
1: The uh, the nasty film executives of the failing film company.
0: Right. I think
1: he was fifty-two.
0: That's a seems said, about right
1: said well at age 52 you think you're gonna find a better role oh yeah and i remember right. thinking your film company is about to go bankrupt by based on those charts
0: because you're making christmas sleigh dumbass
1: you're hiring actors out of the orlando <laughs> children's <laughs> museum like this is not going well for you so jim has a life uh-huh
0: right yeah clearly right yeah. he's approaching i mean he's Less than 10 years away from retirement, let's say. Right. Maybe maybe slightly more. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And his arc is basically in this film, do I believe this old man mm-hmm. that I get to be Santa Claus? Yeah. And that, you know what? You know what I got to say? The film treats it seriously. Because if you were Jim. Yeah. You wouldn't believe this immediately. No. And he doesn't. No. At all. No. No, it takes a a wearing down Mm -hmm. through the course of the film Mm -hmm. and many doubts, many turns left and right to the point where he is ready to accept who he is really going to become. Right. Which is the next Santa
1: Claus. Well, to, to believe in anything like that. Right. You have to make the conscious effort that I'm going to believe that that's a thing. Yes. So... They they do that in the movie. Instead of every other Christmas movie, this is another. Oh yeah, you're right. Another reason this movie's better. <laughs> yes. Like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. He's like, oh, he says he's Santa. Buh. Wait, he did one thing. Oh, he's Santa. Okay. Holy oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. That's how it always is in every right. movie. Right. I don't believe right. him. Oh, he looked at me with a twinkle in his eye.
0: He's That's Santa. Fucking Santa. <laughs> <laughs> this movie takes it seriously. Yeah, yeah. No one thinks it except Ernest, and Ernest is well. Ernest is a simpleton. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say stupid, but it's a nicer way to say. It. Ernest believes with all his heart. Yeah. Ernest
1: is all heart, mm-hmm. no brains. But but even a uh, compulsive liar girl, right, has Santa's bag,
0: pulls shit out of it uh, repeatedly. Is,
1: is watching. As Ernest pulls glowing orbs that turn into other things out of this bag. Yep. And goes, "Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> she has her feet firmly
0: planted on the ground.
1: Yeah. I'm not buying this one.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so, again, it, it, it is. It is a superior movie. Deserves a larger place in yeah. the world of Christmas cinema. Mm-hmm. And uh certainly deserves your time. Yeah. Listeners to watch it.
1: I will watch this over Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street oh, any day. Fuck Miracle. That's such Hunter. a garbage movie. Fuck that movie.
0: It's black and white too. Well, I mean they, No, I'm not shitting on black and white, but. they
1: redid it too.
0: <gasps> yeah, they did. Oh, you're in right in
1: color. And you know what? It's also not good. <laughs> the plot's not good. Yes, Virginia. There is
0: a Santa Claus.
1: You you realize that is a movie written based on a newspaper letter. Oh,
0: that's right. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that.
1: It's a, none of it's good.
0: No. Um. You also in this movie, just to sell it to you a little harder, you get to see Santa Claus hit a guy in the face.
1: That's true. He's a hot Santa too, by the way. He's pretty hot. Like, a good looking Santa, like he, hes, he's not portly. No, no, no. Like this is a dapper. This is like slim cut Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, you know, he's exercising. He, he he's a—he's uh, looking good. There's a reason he got dear John lady at the end. Yeah, of the movie oh yeah,
0: that's right, that's right.
1: When he became Seth. <laughs>
0: was his last name applegate uh yeah his real name yeah
1: santa santa by the way at the end of the movie becomes seth applegate again
0: (laughs) it's people it's fantastic by the way let's just say to everyone no matter what you celebrate or don't celebrate Mm -hmm. happy whatever the fuck to you yeah from both of us here at sushi jackknife and uh Many, many well wishes for a 2022 that is less shitty than 2020 and 2021.
1: We're just gradually tapering it down. I think
0: so. (laughs) I think, I think, I think, I think our generation is going to eventually accept. Just a baseline of
1: yeah. you know what? By like twenty twenty eight, we're gonna be like, yeah, this this year was pretty good. Not bad, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> we're up to the Zeta variant, and it's all I'm still breathing. Well, how, how many people died this year? Twenty thousand? Ah, oh, that's nothing. Uh, <laughs> we're good. According
0: to Santa, there are what, what was it? One point seven,
1: uh, one point seven billion, billion children <laughs> in the world. Oh, that's another. Before we leave, I all do right, have to please, discuss this please, real please. quick. Uh, This is the only movie that discusses this, which I thought was very smart. Mm. The logistics of Santa going around the globe. Yes. 1.7 children on... 1.7 billion children on the globe. Right. However, as Santa points out to Joe when trying to convince him to do the job, um, not all of them celebrate a holiday that requires santa
0: yes it's not culturally
1: appropriate for some of them why is that not <laughs> mentioned in every christmas movie with a santa
0: again <laughs> 1988's <laughs> Ernest saves
1: christmas more culturally sensitive he's not having to stop it at jewish houses or no, anything hindu houses they don't do a santa
0: islamic houses come on they don't do a santa but you know what? Somehow Santa is able to get through what was it? His forced heating system yeah. in Ernest's house as yeah. a child. Yeah. As represented by Ernest's lips, like yeah. inches yeah. from the camera. Yeah, just
1: mashing his face up. Yeah.
0: yeah. anyway. Well, until next Christmas, everybody, just yeah. remember. Uh pork's my meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sushi Jack,
0: Stay calm, ten bombs. Peace the fuck out. Okay, so quick shout out.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Importance of Being Earnest podcast. podcast. Yes. Uh, just, I don't want anyone to think that this is an original idea. No, no, no. Um,
0: <laughs> they've been going for a while. Wait yeah. a minute. How long have they been going?
1: A while. And they're they're very in-depth, too. Yes. They've discussed, not just... It's not just Ernest, it's Jim Varney in general.
0: Since twenty eighteen. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's a great I love the uh, I love their image oh, as yeah. well. And they also do the Ernest P. World Preservation Society, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that was updated as recent as Monday.
1: Yeah. So there, there you go. If anyone uh, can appreciate uh, Ernest Saves Christmas close to as much as us. Yes. It's them. Yep. Uh, Anyway, listen to their podcast. I'm
0: subscribing right now because I want this in my life. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, Fuck off. (laughs)